Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's announcements. It's uh, the week of July 25th, 2021. We're recording on Tuesday morning, the 27th. So let's get rolling with some announcements for this week. First of all, we wanted to talk about the rising temperatures and the heat. Um, predicted forecast for both today, Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and basically for the rest of the week are extreme high temperatures with high humidity. Um, Going to get a little bit of a break this weekend, it looks like, but with these rising temperatures and the heat index going to be at or above 100 degrees in most of our areas, please remember to ensure the families have appropriate cooling in their homes or access to get somewhere cool. Please keep this in mind if you have community visits scheduled as well. If families do not have a cool place to go, please contact your team leader so we can look at how we may be able to assist them. Also, please make sure parents never leave children in a hot car. It's a good reminder of that kind of thing too, because unfortunately there are many uh, child deaths attributed to this throughout the summertime months, which is obviously is very sad and, and uh, very preventable. Um, families need water, Whatever families need to keep cool, let us know, and we're going to see what we can do to assist them. There's a scholarship fund available, and Indiana has a scholarship fund to assist essential workers with child care and early education. There's a website to go to. You can do a Google search for Brighter Futures Indiana and scholarships, or you can visit https colon double forward slash brighterfutureindiana.org forward slash scholarships to see if you qualify. So Brighter Futures Indiana would be a good place to go to. Families can receive up to 60% scholarship for child care before and after school programs and preschool. Uh, your child care provider must be a participant in the program to qualify. We're going to do another reminder of um, for those of you that uh, chose personal use for your company vehicle and are paying uh, every two weeks for that. As stated in the company car policy and IHBS team member handbook, with the employer's uh, employee's request and the approval of IHBS management and human resources, an employee may keep a car if needed during regular time off or paid time off. Trips beyond 500 miles one way, but not to exceed 1,000 miles one way, are prohibited unless approval has been given by management and human resources. If an employee travels under these circumstances or uses a company car for any personal use, the employee will be responsible for fuel purchases beyond 500 miles from your home address. Personal payments for fuel should, be re should reduce the amount of tax, which is based on miles driven. Report personal use fuel purchased on the monthly company car report. Trips beyond 500 miles are regulated as indicated below, and team member anniversary year shall be used to determine the time frame. So if you've uh, chosen personal use and you're paying for your company car and you've been with the company less than one year of service, you're allowed one trip beyond 500 miles one way. Being with IHPS for one year, up to two years, you're allowed two trips in a year of 500 miles one way. Being with IHPS between two to five years, you're allowed three trips beyond 500 miles one way. And if you've been with IHPS for six years or longer, you're allowed four trips per year where you're driving beyond 500 miles one way. Again, trips beyond 1,000 miles one way are strictly prohibited and will not be approved. Formal request to use your personal use company car beyond 500 miles one way during PTO time or regular days off must be sent to the human resources email, which is hr at ihbs.us. 
Failure to comply with this policy as indicated above may result in the, uh, in the loss of your company car personal use benefit. Some summer driving tips. Been on, uh, we talked about these last week as well. Um, being on the lookout for storms and, uh, and hail, if you have the opportunity to park your car underneath a, in a garage or underneath some sort of a, uh, an overhang, you're, and you can do that, that would be good in storms if at all possible. We have a lot of hail in the summertime, sometimes uh, beyond that as well. Knowing the hazards of summer rains. Again, never, ever, ever drive through standing water. Um, it can lead to a lot of problems. We've had a couple of those happen in the last several years, and we don't want that to continue. Watching for new potholes, usually in the early spring, once the, the weather's broke and we're moved on from winter, potholes are created, so being on the lookout for any, any potholes. Being ready for increased animal activity will be in the, the fall before you know it, and that I mean deer will be moving a lot more, but be being aware when you, especially when you're driving at night, um, of those animals. Whenever possible, avoid aggressively swerving. That's never a good idea to keep your and, and work to keep your vehicle under control. Uh, the old adage, don't don't uh, don't veer for deer, is what uh, what they say a lot of times too, because a lot more damage to you could happen by an extreme uh, quick veer or a quick turn. Always be on the lookout for cyclists and motorcyclists. There's a lot of people that, uh, that cycle, um, whether it be with a bicycle or motorcycle, so being very aware. It's always good when you're at a stop sign to look twice both ways to make sure there's no uh, motorcyclists coming. They're hard to see at times. A lot of construction zones going on. Slowing down in construction zones is very important. Fines in those areas are usually at least doubled. Always prepare for more traffic. There's a lot of people traveling right now, um, especially when you're driving on interstates, so being aware for more traffic. And in conclusion, the summer months present different road safety challenges that might surprise you. Help ensure you get your destination safely and reduce the risk of needing to file a claim by keeping the above tips in mind. If you want to consider a driver safety course, contact your uh, HR department or your fleet provider at Enterprise, and we'll keep you... Uh, a prize of anything you could do for a, a safe driver's course. Reminder, if you have uh, any damage to your vehicle at all, you must report any damage uh, to Melissa Hux or Bill Strange. Um, don't let those things wait, especially chips in the windshields. Uh, things like that need to be reported so we can get those taken care of before the winter months come. Reminder, if you have any uh, maintenance requests, there is a maintenance uh, request on Casewind. To do that, you go to the Casewind homepage and choose Resources. In the Resources near the bottom, choose Maintenance Requests. And then all you have to do is choose a category in your office location and the type of request, and an email will be generated to our maintenance department, and we can uh, see what we can do to get those issues or problems taken care of. Another reminder on community visit locations. Please review locations that are unapproved for supervised visits with your staff, which include the Bedford Library in Region 13, the Commons Mall in Columbus in Region 14, the Central Library in Evansville in Region 16. So there's several places that um, those facilities that do not want visits happening. A complete list can be found in the Field Staff Practice Guide on page 148. And in the Field Staff Practice Guide it states if a community visit is being considered, you must complete the approval for community visit form, which is in the appendix, and have it approved by your team leader. If you can't find that, reach out to your team leader for that. And this applies to every community visit location, even if the referral sources approve community visits. 
we have to make sure that they're approved for us as well. Both of these reminders would be um, great topics to review once in a while. It's always good to look at these things. Remember before you have any community visit locations that those have to be approved um, by your team leader first. Uh, reminder for those of you, the team member handbook. We still have a handful of people that haven't signed that, so if you're one of those people, you can easily find that. If you haven't signed yet, it's right there on the front page of K-Swind. There's a link to click on and you can electronically sign after you've reviewed it. I encourage everyone to review this handbook at least at least uh, annually to keep up to date with the different changes and just to, to uh, familiarize yourself with, with uh, past policies as well. Reminder, if you're in Region 15, and you haven't had a TB test in the last six months, you need to reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury, and she's going to help you find a clinic to get that completed. Region 13, if you're in the same boat and you haven't had a TB test in the past six months, you need to report to IU Health Services Urgent Care and Occupational Services at 3443 West 3rd Street in Bloomington. Or you can also visit the IU Health Occupational Medicine Facility in Bedford at 2900 West 16th Street. This is required for anyone who hasn't had one in the past six months. And again, if you have questions, make sure you're reaching out to Elizabeth Atterbury in the HR department. Do some reminders on COVID again. Unfortunately, the Delta variant is making itself widely known all over the world. We can see uh, infection rates increasing, hospitalizations increasing uh, compared to the past. In Ireland, we're continuing to follow CDC guidance. And a reminder that IHBS team members who are fully vaccinated no longer required to wear a mask as you work in the IHBS offices or work elsewhere. A reminder that the definition of a fully vaccinated person is after you've completed the full dose of vaccine and has been two weeks since the last shot in the series. Remember both Moderna and Pfizer require two shots while Johnson & Johnson is a one-shot dose. And once you're fully vaccinated, you no longer are required to quarantine if you're exposed to a COVID-19 infected person. Unless you're having symptoms yourself, then you need to follow regular guidelines. And of course, for those of you who feel uncomfortable at this time, even if you are fully vaccinated, you wanna wear a mask, please feel free to do so as well. But again, team members who are not vaccinated still, still need to wear a mask in situations where you cannot social distance at least six feet or if you're in movement in IHBS offices. We still wanna take safety precautions and still recommend frequent hand hygiene not coming to work when you're ill or have a fever, and making sure if you do have a chronic cough or sneeze, you're always covering your mouth or nose and doing so away from other people nearby. Please continue to sanitize surface that could be touched by others if you are coughing or sneezing nearby, like a copier, a shared desk, or a table. And a reminder, the IHBS is still offering a bonus incentive once you receive a full dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Remember to send a picture of your vac vaccination record card to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury once you've completed the full dose. Or you can forward the email that you received from the Indiana Department of Health indicating you're fully vaccinated. You can send that to Elizabeth Gary or just the HR group. But we have to continue to take this very seriously. The vaccine is readily available. It's safe. It's been proven to be safe. And we encourage everyone to do this. So hopefully we can soon get past this uh, this pandemic, we're still in the midst of it many, many months later. So we need everyone to cooperate and do what we need to do so we can get by this. We're gonna finish up with Parent Cafes. The Parent Cafe for July, we have one more offering this week, July 29th from 12 to 1.30 Eastern time. It's called Taking Care of Yourself. 
If you have any questions about this, please reach out to Ashley Beeler at 812-929-0549 or abeeler at ihbs.us. We also have Recovery Community Cafes. For August, the first offering of Understanding Your Triggers is Thursday, August 5th from 5.30 to 7 Central Time or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. There's also going to be a second offering of Understanding Your Triggers on Tuesday, August the 17th from 8.30 to 10 a.m. Central Time or 9.30 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And a reminder that the Recovery Community Cafe is an opportunity for people in all stages of their recovery journey and those who support them to connect with community and build strategies for success. And if you have any questions, again, please reach out to uh, Amanda Colvin or Ashley Beeler, and they can help you with these. So with that being said, guys, take care of yourselves out there. It's hot. Making sure you're keeping water in your car. Stay hydrated. Checking on all of your clients to make sure they have uh, opportunities to stay cool at all, at all costs. Uh, let us know what we can do to help people. Reach out to your team leader if anybody's in a, in a bad way. And we can try to do everything we can to help them through this. So, guys, take care. Enjoy your week. Be safe out there.